Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and uh, I added uh, a f- more than a half dozen beers to my beer notebook this weekend. Oh, nice, nice. All right. And I am the Champ, and I want to know where the Lakers are going to pick for the next Bush League trip. <laughs> you're, you're trying to put some pressure on them, aren't you? That is exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, ever since we talked to him, his, his team has been going gangbusters, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. And uh, his pitching is just getting stronger uh, as the week oh. goes by. Yeah, wait till we talk about that. And you're foreshadowing about uh, Tyler Malley. Just yeah. had an outstanding game, and you just talked about it. Why don't you talk good about my team, for God's sakes? Okay, all right. All right? When we get there, try and find try and find something that's good I about will. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will. Uh, All right. What? Hey, what beers did you add this week? Well, I'm I'm only gonna, yeah, I'm gonna tease it a little bit. So I'm gonna do one okay. each week. Uh, but probably I had seven different types of beers. Well, okay. What, was this mostly at the stadium, well, or was this afterwards, or in no, between? No, it was like before and after. Yeah, <clears throat> the stadium. Okay. I had one beer. Uh, yeah, I had, I think I had two types of beers. Bob bought me a beer at one point, and um. And then, and, all right. Yeah. So, uh, so we want to talk about that a little bit later, then. We will. Yeah. So right. I, got, I got some twib notes for next month and a half. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into our trip. Uh, we'll start with. Uh, you want to start with transactions? Sure. Let's, yeah. Let's do some fab review. Uh, seven players by four owners. We'll start with the stat man, uh, Paula uh, Espino. I think we saw him pitch on... Did you see him? Yeah. He, yeah. Said he pitched pretty well, right? Yeah, he did pitch pretty well. Um, he he signed him for a buck, dropped Trevor Williams. Yeah, uh, Statman also signed uh, Williams. Uh, you're going to have to help me here. Uh, ask the deal. Okay. Oh, the, the guy for the Marlins. All right, yeah, I know. I know. Well, no, wait, wait, no. Williams, uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. He used to play for the Twins. Yep. You yeah. ever see this guy? Um, I, I haven't, but I'm familiar with him. Yeah. Okay, because because he's kind of like, uh, gosh, who's who's the big guy for uh, for the Pirates, uh, left-handed hitter? Um, Vogelbach. Kind of shaped like that. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of like a he's like a, a smaller version of Daniel Vogelbach, if that's possible. <laughs> yeah. I guess it has to be possible. Can't be a bigger version of him. Uh. All right, <laughs> then, and then he also picked up uh, Orlando uh, Arcia. Yeah, that's that's a good pickup, right? He went fairly big on that. What what did he fit? Like thirteen? Seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. Seventeen, yeah. Well with um um Ozzy Albies hurt now. I, I do you see how he hurt himself? I didn't. No. I mean apparently he was in, somehow swinging in the box and hurt his leg. That that's that's a tough blow for the Bearcats, which obviously really impacted his team this this week as we as we'll talk about. He went from the, the best team last week to the worst team this week. Yeah, um, yeah, that and, and that's a shame. And, and with a broken ankle, that's going to take a little bit to come back, and he's going to have some rehab time. And um, yeah, that that's going to be a few weeks before he gets him back. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Arcia, it's a nice pick for seventeen bucks, and I I think that was his only three. Um, Sewerhawks, Brian, Serven, Serven, yeah. I- who I don't even know about. The, the Sewerhawks are really scouting the minor leagues, and it's been working for him. Yeah, so far. He picked up another Colorado guy. Drops uh, Jake McCarthy for the Diamondbacks. Okay. Um, and I think that was the only one for the Sewerhawks. Yep. Uh, you picked up Mitch Keller? Yeah, cast off from the Statman, Mitch Keller. And, and, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go the roots of the dudes who remade their pitching staff, although – Mine's not even close to to helping. I'm I'm just I, yeah I'm just throwing darts right now. Yeah, it's actually a cast off from me. I had Mitch. Keller. Oh, you yeah. you had Mitch Keller. So you have two of my cast offs, Justin Steele and, and Mitch Keller. Yeah, well, Justin Steele's been pitching pretty well he after has. that first blow up start when I had him. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I yeah. What's been your motto? Exercise patience. Patience, but. I, yeah. I was telling these guys about Steele. I was watching the Cubs and the Padres last week because they played a four-game series, and I saw Steele pitch. And um, 
the Cubs announcer was saying, you know, I think he's running some bad luck because he mentioned like a FIP or a BABIP type yeah. number. Jamie, I, I was listening to it in bed on my tablet and I had my earpiece in and the three balls that were hit off of him actually cringed. That's how hard they were hit. So I don't know if, like, when they talk about it's running some bad luck, those balls could have easily been off the wall. The one, the one that Luke Voigt hit, he was, it was a screaming line drive right to the center fielder. Guy didn't move. Caught it up. He just stood there and caught it. <laughs> it almost looked like one of those Eric Davis home runs. Remember those, remember those things? Yeah, <laughs> Where yeah. Where you couldn't line even drive. track it? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you pick up Keller. Did he have a, he had a good outing the past couple outings, didn't he? Yeah, he pitched uh, yesterday, yeah, Saturday, was it Saturday, I think? Yeah, he had, he had okay. a decent outing. Yeah, That's I, a Giants. Listen, yeah. I, I thought I was going to be in really good shape, right? I had McGill coming back, Flaherty yeah, coming back. I had Miley coming back, yeah. but I was all set. And I wasn't going to do any sort of, of fabbing, if you will. And, you know, McGill went down, Miley's hurts. Um, Flaherty's going to take a couple outings before he looks right. And so I, I just can't afford yeah, I get it. To fall yeah. behind. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it, this is going to be a big week for me. I got like 10 starts going this week, 10 okay. or 11 starts. So this could make or, it could be a make or break week. Right. Or, excuse me, it could be a break week. I don't know if it'll be a make week. Well, at least, you know, keep your head above water. Yeah. Trying. Uh, you also picked up Braxton Garrett. Yeah, you dropped Travis Swaggerty. Yeah, and I, I would assume that uh, Garrett's going to stay in the starting rotation as long as he pitches decently um your boy pablo lopez um, who we'll talk about later um i think is not pitching something's not right with him right now well he got hit with a comeback or yeah the, the start previous um yeah I mean, he got beat up a little bit but i'm it, as long as he's not injured he, i mean he'll be fine i mean he, he's not gonna go he's not gonna go 33 starts and pitch awesome every every uh, outing so um and plus i, I think edward cabrera is on the dl Oh, really? Yeah. So. Well, that means Trevor Rogers is going to stay. But I didn't start him again this week oh, you um, didn't. against the Phillies, and I'm yeah. glad I didn't. I, I, I don't know what the time. I'm starting him this week, but yeah. I, I don't know. This guy just hasn't hit his uh, – he, he seems to shove up himself. Sophomore jinx, maybe. Sophomore jinx, I don't know. Um, and then the Bearcats pick up uh, Sean uh, Bouchard. Colorado drops Yadi Molina. Okay. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know much about that. And yeah, I think this so guy just you, got brought did you, up. Did you bid at all this week? Or uh, I didn't. Out no, uh, no, I I didn't. Um, I probably should have put a bid in for Espino, but yeah, I um, I I just need some guys to come off the DL this week, so I didn't want to, I didn't want to drop anyone. So I got you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Espino is probably, a, yeah, I I I think he's probably pretty decent. It, it's a problem with those national guys. I think they got some talent, but they're just too young to get through, manage their way through games right now. I I, I think Espino's fairly talented. Don's better than his one of eleven record. Um, I don't think Fetty's that bad. They just struggle managing through a couple innings each game. Did Did you see or, there, or maybe pitch last night, Josiah Gray? Yeah, just uh, yeah, we saw Josiah Gray. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's another one. He, yeah, he's a good pitcher. You know, they just, you know, they usually have one inning or two innings where they struggle a little bit. And it's probably just a lack of pitches or a lack of concentration or control. And, and you, and you face a big league hitters and eventually they're going to catch up to you, you know. Cause, cause Gray came out of the Dodgers organization. Wasn't he part of the Turner? He was the Turner deal. Scherzer yeah. trade. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I, I, I think, I think their pitching could be pretty good. You know, I think it could be all right. They're, they're still a ways off, though. Oh, they're, they're a yeah. long ways, yeah. The Nationals, yeah. Yeah, I don't, other than Robles, I don't think they have an outfielder that you kind of project over the next five years. Well, Soto. Well, I don't think Soto's going to be there. So You don't I, think so? Eh, probably not. No, I don't think he's going to be there. I don't think he wants to wait it out. You know, it's going to be a little bit for Washington. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, I guess you you know you get that goodwill when you win a championship, right? You can kind of and and they did kind of go all in. They they weren't uh, they weren't uh, you know kind of sitting back and hoped that they got to the playoffs. So you know, good for them and good for the fact that uh, Strasburg actually got to the uh, got to the World Series because I, I don't know is 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 he ever going to pitch again? Yeah, I doubt it. 
I mean, it's it just stuff. It, I mean, there was always that concern with him, even when he was younger. He, you know, you, you're always worried about getting either that one pitch where his arm blew up. And, sure. You know, and and Washington, and we talked a little bit about this on when we were down there. Washington had a good six, seven year run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think all of their managers made the playoffs, from Davey Johnson, Matt Williams, Dusty Baker, and then up to Dave Martinez. So. Yeah, they had good clubs, just couldn't get over the top till the very end. So, but they well, went all they, in at on least it. They got there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, Washington fans should be, you know, just hang in there, see what happens, they can rebuild again. Um, so yeah, pretty light night. Not a lot of money spent other than uh, uh, for Orlando here, for seventeen yeah. bucks. Uh, nothing else over three. Hmm. I, I don't have much left. There's... You know, I, I guess there there are people that, that there are money bags, and then you know, then there's the rest of us. Cause just looking real quickly at the Fab budget, I mean, the Ducks right now are sitting with a you know pile of cash. They have 85, and then the next highest would be the Lakers at 64, which is really low for him, right? Yeah. Um, most people are in that that mid range. I think the lowest right now is you. No, the Hawks, Hawks. have 20 dollars left. Yeah. You have 25 left. Yep. Yeah, and everybody else is. Uh, there, there's a 60, 30s and 40s. yeah, in the 50s, yeah. Um, so you know, now that the Phillies kind of woke up, uh, they're in the trade market as well now. So we'll we'll see who comes over. Um, uh, I, I guess it's relief pitching that they'd be looking for, and maybe a center fielder. Well, yeah. there should be plenty of relievers out there. I would think. I would think that's the probably the easiest commodity to get in the trading market. That's just, my, yeah. you know, my guess. So it's the easiest commodity to get, but the most unpredictable. Oh, yeah, right, <laughs> right. Good point. Yeah. Um, okay, and then uh, moving on, we'll, we'll, we'll go to the uh, we'll go to the overall standings. Lakers still have a 10-point lead, and he is exact 38-38 and 38 for pitching and hitting. Uh, you're – you're at 66. Ducks at 64 and a half. They dropped a little bit this week. Dudes keep hovering around that 60 mark ever since they made that trade. But um, like you had mentioned before, pitching, you got to give some time. Stuff, you know, before you start creeping up. Uh, Bills make a little run to help him with his, uh, with his pitching. He's at 54 and a half. Sewer Hawks at 54. Bearcats at 49. He had a rough week this week. Uh, the Alliance uh, still struggling on the hitting side. Uh, I had a really bad two weeks and dropped down to 41. I think I probably lost eight points in the last two weeks. And then the Bulls Yikes. hovering at uh, 38 with uh, with 15 pitching points. So that's, that's kind of tough. Um, so the Lakers at 76, 10-point lead. I know you – I don't know if I would use the word late in the season, but it certainly gets to the point where he's looking pretty good. To win this thing um here's the thing that scares me it's not so much the 10 point lead it's just that he continues to put up solid weeks every week three you know he's done it for three four five weeks in a row and i don't know if that's gonna stop that's that's the thing that concerns me most because people have good weeks bad weeks that, that type of thing you know with our teams um goldschmidt just continues just to hit the ball and hit the ball hard so um, maybe when that train starts to slow, the Lakers start to slow. I don't know. It's wishful thinking on my part. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, do we want to start with, uh, you know what, do you want to, do we want to roll right into the, I can do the top half first? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. All right. Yeah. So, so we were talking about the Lakers, you know, Goldschmidt had, you know, another four, um, four home runs. Last week, 11 RBI, seven runs, number one ranked player. The thing that I noticed, and this is what scares me with the Lakers, he had 307 at-bats last week, you know, probably 20 to 30 more than anybody else. And then as you talked about, as you foreshadowed last week, Tyler Maley, um, in his nine innings, 12 strikeouts, didn't give up an earned run, uh, a whip of .33. Now, he didn't. <laughs> Funny part was he didn't get a win because I think that, that game was 0-0 going into the 10th inning. But Tyler Anderson took a no-hitter into the, what, ninth inning? Yeah, pretty deep, yeah. Yeah. You got to see Zach Wheeler. He pitched really well, right, in the doubleheader. 
against the uh, no he pitched the Thursday. Nationals. Yeah, we didn't we didn't see Wheeler. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so uh, the Lakers pitching just continues. Sixty three um, strikeouts last week. He, he's just really good. Yeah. So um, the the last two weeks, and he has Maley on his bench. The last two weeks. Maley has an under one whip, an under one ERA, and 22 Ks. And I yeah. he probably struggled. Like, I don't know who to put him in for. <laughs> like, yeah, so. It's a nice problem to have, right? Yeah. Have you seen this Tyler Anderson pitch? Uh, he's a soft tosser, right? It's herky-jerky, too, man. Yeah. And he comes down. He comes three quarters. He comes a little bit toward the sidearm side. Um, I, I imagine if you're a left-hander, you can't even figure out where the hell the ball's coming from on this guy how, how do the uh, how, how do the Dodgers do this how do they find these pitchers I know I know uh, and it, it it's not like this guy's young that guy's been around no for a little he's been bit. around yeah yeah and it's funny it just it, so he's with Seattle he's with San Francisco he's with Colorado um, and then he goes to the Dodgers of course that helps right you go to the Dodgers helps a little bit um, but he's certainly winning not because the Dodgers offense, he's winning because he's keeping people off the base pass. So so I'm going to ask you, as I roll into the next person, uh, I, I guess I'm in second place. So let's talk about my team. Say something good about my pitching because you've talked about Tyler Maley and it's come true. Is there anything you can find in my pitching staff that might help me? All right. I, I'm, I, I'm going to look a little bit for you. Okay. Uh, All right. Again, so you while, you're, while you're looking, I'm going to talk about the offense. Travis Darnot, um Finally, uh, started to awaken um, seven RBIs and three home runs. My big concern is I, Mookie Betts um, has hurt. a uh, uh, yeah has a rib issue, and um, even though he's on the ten day IL, um, he may might be out longer. And I, I can't afford to lose him because the two people I was putting a lot of stock on that I wasn't going to run into any issues. Um, in terms of uh, production was uh, Bryce Harper and Mookie Betts. And if I lose both of them, or even one of them, uh, my lineup isn't constructed that I can uh, withstand that. So there's the big concern. So, and I also lost Tyler McGill until probably August. So I saw – so Betts had two incidences, right? The, the one he dove for, the, the one ball he dove for. I think it was the game before, two games before, him and Bellinger ran into each other. Actually, oh. Bell, Bellinger ran into him. And uh, when they were showing bets in the outfield, he was kind of tweaking his his side and stretching out his his uh, the one side of himself. And um, and then the next day, or the day after, is when he dove for the ball. So I'm wondering if he actually got hurt when Bellinger ran into him. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Um, and then Harper's out. He didn't play the last two days. Um, he has a hand issue. What's going on with him? Yeah, I don't know. But it's it's really concerning because I don't have players. I thought I had supporting players that, 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 that could, you know, kind of hold me over for a week. Nothing long-term. And, um, yeah, this is, this is really concerning for me. Yeah, so I'm looking at your pitching um, the last two weeks. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess Bassett's been your best pitcher the last two weeks with the 22 Ks, but his ERA is kind of high. His whip isn't. His whip's really good. It's just, I guess everyone's scoring that gets on. I, yeah, you're you're struggling a little bit there, huh? I know. Hence my fab trying just trying to do anything. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a uh, a trade in the offing. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, and maybe. I, I guess Howard's been a Hauser's been a little disappointment for you too. He has. He, he got the win yesterday. Yeah. But he has. He just hasn't been consistent. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what the Brewers do because um, they haven't been playing well. They're tied with the Cardinals now. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's, let's roll into the Ducks because okay. uh, Ducks had a nice week. Uh, they continue to lead the league in home runs, 14 last week, four by Josh Bell. Um, Hunter Renfro coming back from the I.L., three home runs, seven RBIs. And Christian Walker continues to hit home runs. His, his average – isn't that great? But um, he continues to hit a lot of home runs. And then, you know, Pete Alonso is just Pete Alonso. What does he have? Almost 70 RBIs, six last week. Yeah, he, he has 63 ribs. And he's hitting 280. Yeah. We, yeah. 
That's... Were you a Pete? Like I know he had that big rookie year, right, where he had over 50 home runs. Yeah. And I think he's becoming a reliable source of power, right? I don't. I don't think. I mean, he is who he is now. He's he's always a candidate now for 100 RBIs, right? Over 100 RBIs, 40 home runs, that type of thing. Well, yeah, and it's not so much the. I mean, the homers. Yeah, you or you were talking about like, is this guy a 50 home run guy, right? It, but I don't know if he's 50. I mean, that's that's kind of a, a big year. But he certainly, you can count on 35 from this guy. And I think uh, the the big thing with him, hitting 280 means he's putting the ball in play and he's getting, uh, um, you know, other types of hits. And he has more, he has 40 singles and only 10 doubles. You, you'd like to kind of even that out a little bit. You know what I mean? Put the ball against the wall instead of just up, you know, on the ground up the middle. I mean, he doesn't strike out too much. I mean, he strikes out 57 times, but hitting 280, he's still he's still productive. Um, yeah, so it's, I, I think he's a – when you look at the production numbers, I feel a little more comfortable with him hitting 280 than 212, 19 homers. You feel sure. like there's a little sure. more consistency you know, with, 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 uh, with his offensive power. Yeah, and then Christian Walker – that guy's hilarious, man. Like he'll go through a couple of days where he looks horrible, and then he goes through a couple of days where he looks like Alonzo. <laughs> like, right? Um, it's, with Walker, is this strange? Eighteen homers and thirty-five ribs. Yeah, um, that's kind of uh, yeah. Uh, I guess he's hitting a lot of solo homers, or a lot of uh, uh, people aren't getting on base. Uh, a lot of Diamondbacks aren't getting on base. Yeah, it's it's been a strange year for him, right? Yeah, but he hits enough where he's going to stay in the lineup, and they're not that good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, just just real quickly about the Ducks. Finishing up with the Ducks, uh, they got Jonathan India back. They got Mustakas back. Um, so this is this is what was concerning me about the Ducks in in that they're getting players back. Um, Alcon- on the pitching side, Alcantara and Strider continue to pitch really well. The combining for twenty four strikeouts and two wins between them. Although that was that was uh, offset by bad pitching by their pod, by his Padres, they got hit hard. Clevenger, Manaya, uh, Mackenzie Gore's had two or three bad starts now. So um, that might be the next thing that um, you know if the Ducks can get the Padres pitchers to pitch well, you know, with, with Al- Alcantara there, is it reliable? I still think he's he's somebody to be worried about. He being the Ducks. Yeah, they got Andrew Haney back this week, and Spencer Strider looks like he's kind of real. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm guessing I, I I didn't take a look at the transactions, but I'm guessing the Ducks are going to bring up Haney this week. Um, I'm looking at it now. He's in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, hey, let's jump to the fourth place dudes because they're 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 still hitting really well. Um, Machado, Brandon Drury. That was what a nice fat pickup by the dudes. Yeah. Um, Lindor, Grichik had a, a a bigger game yesterday, but um, I'm not sure. That's quite what he was hoping for. He also had 300 at bats last week, um, but but we talked about his pitching. Both Rodon and Webb that were picked up with the trade with the Bulls, um, <laughs> both of them had wins. Neither one of them gave up a run. Uh, 17 strikeouts. So that looks like a plum of a trade thus far for the dudes. Yeah, a um, couple things with the dudes here. Uh, we, we're going to find out if. Phillies manager Rob Thompson goes with the hot hand because Virling is red hot. So I'd be curious if I'd put him in the lineup. Uh, Mercano's on the DL anyway. So Verling might get at bats just because he's seeing the ball and hitting the ball hard. And he's, I don't know, defensively he's probably not as good as Stott, but sometimes, you know, you need the offense with Harper out. So I'd be curious if Verling's going to get more at bats this week. And then uh, he had a little scare with Machado yesterday. It's not broke, but he's going to be out for probably 10 days. What happened? He twisted his ankle. Ooh. Yeah, so, um, I mean, you know what that feels like. Sometimes it takes a little bit to swelling go down and get that feeling back. So he he's going to miss some time. I don't know if he'll actually go on the IL, but he's going to miss some time this week. He'll probably miss the first series. So. Hmm. Um, but yeah, if you're listening, uh, Josh, I would look at Matt Veerling because he might get at bats. That guy's red hot, and then he's got Cabrera on the IL, so and he's got really no one to replace him. 
jumping to a, a new team that enters the compact, Staten battling their way back um, to get into fifth place. Um, nice offensive week by by him. Um, C.J. Crone, three home runs, 10 RBIs, having a really nice year. Um, Starling Marte playing a little bit more, seven runs scored. Um, but the big thing is is the Statman's pitching, um, his Dodger pitching, right? Um, Julio Urias is starting to pick. And as, I think as the Lakers talked about, is Tony Gonsolin is this year's Julio Urias. Yeah. Um, another really good start by, by Gonsolin. Yeah, yeah, running into wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a couple things with the, the Statman. It certainly would help if DeGrom shows any sign of life. To, to come back um, and get rid of your man Marquez out of there. Uh, that would be a huge upgrade. Um, and it, it, the shame about the stat, man, he just can't – this Tyler Stevenson just can't stay healthy to get into a rhythm to play like a month and a half because he's very productive. But he's on the IL now. Um, and he, and he, that Eddie Rosario was kind of bad luck as well. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. His, uh, his team's definitely playing well. It seems like he hit a gold mine with C.J. Crone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you, what do you got for uh, teams in the bottom half? So uh, the Hawks, we'll start with the Hawks, right? Because um, they're in sixth place right now. Great week this week. Uh, again, he, I think he had 12 stolen bases this week. That He may be double digits the last three weeks in stolen bases. He is. Is he? Look, okay. look at John Birdie. Seven stolen bases yeah. this past week. Um, you know, he, he's he's got some guys that are that are playing well. Michael Harris had a good week with three homers and seven ribs. He hit 375 for the week. Uh, nice nice little uh, run there. Um, a, a couple things with his offense that would make me a little nervous uh, is, you know, Birdie is really hot as far as getting playing time, and I guess he'll continue that until he, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't perform. Abisail Garcia is still kind of a little disappointment for him. He's, he's struggling to get going a little bit. Um, on the pitching side, uh, Burns uh, Burns had a – he's having a crazy year where he's not getting a lot of wins, man, but he still, he still is who he is with the whip and the ERA. Got a win out of Carlos Carrasco, which I think it might have been his eighth win. Is that Carrasco's eighth win? Um, uh, you know, I'll check that. It's either seven or eight. Uh, great outing uh, on Saturday by Charlie Morton. He was complaining about Charlie a little bit, but uh, he, he had a nice outing, him and Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola pitched well again. Uh, Duvall has three saves. And his, he, was, he was a little nervous watching Brad Hand <laughs> down there, but uh, Hand picked up a save. He gave up a couple of base runners, but uh, he, picked up a, he picked up a save watching him. Um, it was almost didn't the, good. Didn't they get a, 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 a win and a uh, save this week from uh, Brad Hand? He did. Yeah, he ran into the win um, on the on the second game and got a save on the first one. So, um, yeah, a little touch and go, but that's all right. We we were trying to you know keep him positive, keeping him encouraging. <laughs> Bob kept using the word slop, throwing that slop up there. So nice. Um, uh, Carrasco does have eight wins. Eight wins. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's still struggling to get any production out of Kyle Hendricks. Uh, after that, we go to the Bearcats, right? Bearcats, yeah. Yeah, Bearcats are in seventh place. Rough week this week. Um, Oof. Yeah, it, it, he, he really took, not just in the production-wise, but, you know, losing um, uh, Albies. And I Albies. think and, he, and Frank Schwindel just went on the DL as well. Uh, oh so, really? Yeah, he's all right. Miss some time. <laughs> What'd you say? All right? Not <laughs> not not all right. I mean, all right. I didn't know that. So, yeah, that's. Yeah. So, um, and he, he's got some guys that are just struggling to hit the baseball. Escobar didn't get a hit all week. Stott hit zero thirty eight. Uh, Schwindel is on the DL. Herrera hit oh eighty seven. Um, Lars Newtbar got sent down. So, and then Keston here hit one eighty two. So, he, yeah, he's struggling to just to get any offensive rhythm out there. And you lose two of your, you know, two second basemen with uh, Segura's out till mid-August. And, and uh, Albies is scheduled to be out probably through August. So, we'll, we'll see yeah. what happens there. Eflin had a rough outing and uh, looks like he got hurt. Um, I don't know if he's going to go in the DL, but he might miss a start. 
what he hurt his how, knee. How, how about for the Bearcats? Did they get any saves? Because they need more saves. Uh, yeah, they they squeaked in three. <laughs> yeah, with Bard and uh, uh, Taylor Rogers had two. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm guessing that somewhere along the be, before the end of the trading deadline, some of his relievers are going to go. I would imagine. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they've cropped up in conversation as well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then we'll drop to me. Uh, I think it's my second week in a row. I mean, it really had a rough rough out. What's happening here? Uh, the offense just went completely cold. Um, although Hoskins hit 400, but I know. The first game, him and Didi Gregorius left eight guys on base. So that's kind of tough. Um, I'm just not getting any home runs. No, no production out of Nico Horner, Justin Turner. Uh, Matt Reynolds probably going to lose his job, but I got some guys coming back here this week, so I'll be all right. My man Ian Happ still plays well, though. Yeah. I, yeah. He he gets the at-bats. He, he's, he does a good job when he's in there. He's just not – He's not real productive. Like, he doesn't do anything really, really good. But he's a good player, though. He's, he's, a, he's a nice player to play every day. Um, Yepes is losing some at-bats. So I, I really need um, Lamont Wade and Wendell to to get back in the lineup. I don't think Sasugo's ever going to see the field again. So, because they're... Yeah, they're, you're, you're probably right. And there's, there's rumors that your boy O'Neal Cruz is, is coming up today. Yes, he is... Uh, he will be in Pittsburgh, so okay. I'm going to put him in the lineup and kind of see. What Yay! The O'Neill Cruz watch has started. Yeah, um, on the on the pitching side, I, you know, I got three wins. Cologne ran into a win. Anderson pitched well. Dakota Hudson pitched well. Um, well, he pitched well enough, I should say. Um, Have you watched any of his starts? I you do watch his starts because he he walks batters and then he gets he can induce so many ground balls. Yeah. I, you know what, Dakota Hudson's not going to set the world on fire, but for a quarter, I think he's a really good pitcher. Yeah. He just doesn't strike that guys out, but he's a good fifth, fourth starter. Uh, Lopez got beat up, but like I said, he got hit with a comebacker on the night before, and then Kyle Wright got beat up a little bit. Um, it, you know, that I'm really struggling with the Peralta being out. He's probably costing me eight strikeouts a week, um, so that's going to catch that's gonna catch up a little bit. And then uh, – We'll see what Bender comes back at the end of the month. I'm going to hang on to him just because I don't think Miami knows what they're doing. Um, no, they don't. Yeah. So, and then uh, after that, we got the Bulls, who actually had a really good week this week. Um, I think most of his players played really well. Um, Luke Boyd had uh, three homers and ten. The, the Bulls had 18 homers this week. 18 homers, 347 RB, uh, excuse me, at bats, yeah. which was 100 more, 100 more, over 100 more than, than the Bearcats. Uh, Jack Sawinski. everybody playing. Yeah, Jack Sawinski woke up a little bit. It, you know, that, that, he had three homers. I think he had three in one day. Um, Juan Soto had a rough week again, and I, I don't know what he's going to do with this guy. Uh, he's hit. Oh, 95. He had one home run. Watching him, he really doesn't even hustle, to be honest with you. It looks like he's given up. Um, is, he, is he not happy there? I guess not. Who knows? Um, uh, looks like Trent Grisham's getting some at-bats for him, and he had a fairly productive week. Well, more productive than normal, I guess you would yeah. say. Um, on the pitching side, uh, he got three wins this week. Uh, he got one out of Will Crow. didn't real did pitch real well, and he, he kind of ran into a win. Um, and then uh, Dominguez had a win and a save this week. So that, that was nice to see him. And Hugh Darvish continues to pitch well, right? Continues to yeah. pitch well. Yeah, he just had a couple bad starts, and, and that's what happens to, to elevate your your uh, yearly uh, ERA. But I, I think, by and large, Darvish has pitched well this week. Okay. Or excuse me, this this year. This year, yes, yeah. Yeah, um, sorry. Uh, one question here. Libertor, is he got a start last week. Is he back in the minors? Uh, they may have sent him back down okay. to, to, to to the minors. They they had that double header uh, last week where they they needed starters. Um, but I, I think he didn't, he needs a little bit more seasoning in in, in the minor leagues. So I, I I don't know unless there's another injury. Matt is coming back soon. Clarity's back. Um they like they like uh, Andre Pilante, um right now. Okay. Who's pitched well? 
Yeah, so um, when you look at the Bulls roster, uh, offense is starting to kick up a little bit, but uh, I think Contreras probably on the trading block, the, the Cubs catcher, um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Soto, people are calling about him. So losing those two guys would really be a huge hit to this team. Uh, as is Luis Castillo's problem. People are getting calls about that guy, too. So, yeah. It's, it, it, it's a hard place to be because he's made up some ground. And mm-hmm. it, yeah. I, if, if it were me, I, I, I would almost be a buyer because I don't want to finish last. Yeah, and, he, and he, he's got some pieces to be a buyer. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's just, got just because I don't want to finish last, that 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 would be the sole reason for yeah. doing it. I mean, obviously he's not going to win it, but you know he's got some pride and doesn't want to finish last. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, definitely had a good week this week. The Bulls did. How about the uh, Rebs? Last team. Last team with the Rebs. Um, so <laughs> he he had a pretty decent. He started coming out of it a little bit, but the last 14 days, he's really, probably the last 21 days, he's really struggled. Um, Freeman is hitting the ball well, but he's not a lot of production. He had one RBI last week, and he had a almost, well, he had over a one OPS. Um, he struggles with the middle infield again. He took a couple zeros with uh, yeah. Alcides Escobar and, and D. Gordon, and then he hit Luke Williams had six at-bats. So that, that hurts a little bit. Um, Look at that. Total of 211 at-bats. Is that what it was? 211? Yeah, which, yeah. which is yeah the legal oil. Yeah, and Escobar is out for a little bit, and it looks like your guy, Luis Garcia, probably it might take his job, and that, that, may, be, that may be that. I mean, I, I don't know why there's – there, there shouldn't be any debate by the Nationals. I mean, they should just play Garcia, right? What would he have the game by playing uh, Escobar? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you did. Lose. You like? Did you like Garcia? Did he, I mean, he's, yeah. he's been hitting. He's a slap hitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. As, and I, I guess in the, you know, you're a shortstop on a bad team. Just pick the ball up, man. Just get, just get the ball and pick it up. Throw the guy out. So, um, on the pitching side, pitched pretty well, uh, though he only had one win. He had Mikolos, Mikolos, whatever you say his name. Um, Kershaw pitched well for him. Josiah Gray pitched really well. Didn't get into a win. Uh, Kyle Gibson pitched well for him. No win, though. Uh, Alexis Diaz is on the IL again. Boy. boy. July 1st. Um, He blew a save. I'm wondering if he hurt himself right there. And then there's your guy, Palante, uh, that you had mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Keegan Thompson, again, threw another outing. I think him and Charlie Morton went against each other, and they didn't give up a run. I don't think either of them gave a run in seven innings. So, um, yeah, that was a nice pickup with him. Still got Walker Bueller on the IL, and that's that's going to – I mean, that is that is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Right? So, so let's, let's, let's talk about that, as you mentioned, because Tuesday night, this past Tuesday night, there were seven pitchers that went at least five innings and, and no earned runs. Um, Libertor, Kyle Davies, uh, uh, Webb for the the the, uh, the Giants, Brand, uh, and not Brandon Webb, she's Logan Webb. Logan Webb. Um, Michaelis almost uh, pitched a no hitter. Right, right, went down to the last yep. strike in the yep. ninth inning. Um, yeah, Chris Bassett, uh, Tony Gonsolin, and uh, and the aforementioned uh, Tyler Maley. Yeah, and I think Anderson was involved in that. Or you said Tuesday night, but Anderson was. This was, this was yeah. Tuesday night, yeah, because yeah. there were so many good pitching performances. Yeah. And, you know, seven these seven pitchers that were across seven different teams. Yeah, that's uh, the, the, and, and Zach Davis kind of a little bit surprised, and, and uh, you know, as is Libertor being as, as young as he is. But, um, yeah, that that's a good pitching week. And it looks like you said it's spread out throughout the league, right? As yeah. far as the owners? Yeah. Se- yeah. Seven, seven different. Uh, Seven different owners. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, so, so wait a second. This week, this week was the the the, the annual Bush League trip, which uh, I guess is your first uh, trip in in a decade, right? Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yeah, because um, I think the last time was in New York. How did that go? T- take take me through it. Uh, a couple things. We'll start with the weather. So we saw a doubleheader on Friday, and then a game on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Um, the Friday game was at one o five. And it was smoking hot. It was 90-plus. Um, and for the most part, uh, me, Tom, and Bob Freeze uh, 
sat through it. Bill sat through most of the game, and then Bob Kirk snuck into the clubhouse, and him and Bill finished it out there. Oh no, but they they came back down after the sun kind of went <laughs> went went out, you know, went down a little bit. Um, it's a nice stadium. Uh, we I enjoy, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's an it, it's in a nice where we stayed. Um, we walking distance it was a block and a half to get to the stadium. Okay. So, uh, weather was nice on the on the night game. Uh, although uh, it, you know if if you're gonna give out an MVP, uh, Bob Kirk and Bill uh, snuck us into the the clubhouse for the uh, Friday night game. Because uh, I think we were tired of just sitting in the sun, so we plopped down on really nice chairs and. Wait, and, you guys were in different sections. No, we were in all different tickets. No, we were all together. Oh, okay. It's just that we we were tired of sitting in the sun, so Bob and Bill kind of, you know, Bill had the tickets on his phone, and we got into the inside clubhouse executive, whatever, area. <laughs> we sat down in nice leather chairs, and um, we watched the game after the sun went down outside. So that's that was nice. nice. Yeah, and then Saturday was beautiful. It was Ryan Zimmerman Day and you know, it's a forty minute speech by that guy. It's horrible. Wow. Well I'm um, I'm exaggerating how, uh, a little what bit. What was the attendance like in both and in, in, in the two games on Friday and then uh, the game on Saturday? Yeah, I have to double check with Bill and, and I think it was uh, reported uh fifteen thousand on Friday. I would guess there was probably about Friday's eight, day game? Yeah, for, I guess there was eight in the eight thousand people. You know, maybe fifteen thousand tickets, twenty five thousand on the Friday night game. Um, I don't know if it's twenty five thousand, but it was certainly more. And then Saturday, I think it was a sellout. Yeah. And this was uh, w- w- were there a lot of Phillies fans there? Not they, as they many as you now? would think, but yes, there were okay. Phillies fans. Yeah, um, not as many as there used to be when when you know Washington and Philly would play when. But yeah. Um, as far as the games, I thought the games were, were good. A little long, some of them. I, I, I don't know how long they were. It just felt felt a little long. One went to extra innings. Um, uh, but they were entertaining, and, and it was nice to see the Phils. The Phils needed to win four out of five, and they did, which was, which was, which was good to see. Um, I, I, there, there's a couple things I want to add here. It, it, we had talked about it, but – did you watch any of the games or no? Uh, no. Friday I was I was busy all 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 all, all okay. day, so I didn't get to see any of the games. I, and Saturday, I don't think I saw the Saturday game either. Okay, so um, the Friday during the day, Harper started DH. Uh, he had a couple hits, and Jamie, he you know how they shift on him. You know what yeah. I mean? They just bunch up the infielders like in the shallow outfield. He hit a base hit on the ground that got through two guys. That's how that's how hard that ball was hit. Mm. Yeah, and I can't imagine if you're a second baseman and playing like normal second base and that thing comes screaming at you. Yeah, um, I I just think he looks really good. He pinch hit in the second game on Friday, and there were there was two guys on. Uh, I don't know if there were two outs, but there were at least one out. And he took a 3-1 pitch that was probably borderline. He probably could have taken it. And he ripped that thing in the right center field and gave the Phils the lead. I, I just think the guy is he, – he had changed his approach at the plate. He's, he's a little wider in his stance, is a little more compact swing. And and he, he he's a nightmare to deal with now. I, I, I It's a shame his hand's hurting, whatever it is. But – I think he's playing the best baseball since he won that MVP with Washington where he hit like 335 and led led the league in RBIs, I think, and OPS. Yeah, this guy's smoking the baseball. He's seeing it. He just needs to play. He just needs to stay healthy. Yeah, uh, really impressed with that dude. Um, as far as the beer, like I said, I, uh, inside the stadium, Bob Kirk bought me a Michelob Ultra. Of course. And then uh, – <laughs> And how was that? It was a Michelob Ultra, yeah. Um, and then uh, I had a. Our, our, you remember I did the beer review on the Stella or Trois? Yeah. That's pretty much what I had in the stadium. That's the only thing I think I could muster down. Wait, yeah. they didn't have like a Goose Island? They did, but I, I don't know. Bill, Bill wasn't too impressed with it, 
maybe because it was 25 ounces and it was 95 degrees out and he said the last third of that beer was really tough to get down so <laughs> um but outside the stadium yeah I, I got about seven beers to to review over the next couple oh couple weeks. nice nice yeah. and, and and the bulls were down there right bob bob yeah. was there yep bulls, okay so bulls it was five of you five of us and, okay and then throughout our uh you know, two and a half days down there, we think we saw Jason Worth at three different places. <laughs> yeah, he because he, he must have been down there for um, for Ryan Zimmerman Day. So um, I actually went up to him when we were in the clubhouse uh, seats, and he was kind of standoffish with me. Mm. I told him, I said, "Hey, I'm from Philly, Philly's fan." I said, "You know, great player. We loved, I loved watching you." And he said, "Philly, huh?" And he turned, just turned away. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, you, you should you should have led with, "Hey, I won a gold glove down at Fantasy." <laughs> right. so. And you and you never won one, so there. Yeah. So they're Jason Worth. Jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, on Saturday, uh, we we went out semi early to get a couple beers and lunch, and then we went back to the hotel uh, to reorganize for twenty minutes, and then. We were going to head out to another place, and I met Johan Odon in the in the um, lobby. What? Yeah, he was sitting there with. Uh, he looked out of place because it was it was midday. Nobody was checking in or checking out, and he was. Was sit- was, was he? Does he have residency there or something? Like why why would he be in a hotel there? Well, he was being sent back down. Uh, he just came up to pitch the the Friday game gotcha. because of the double. They have five games and. You know, five games in four days. So, and he was there with a suitcase, and I saw his bag tag, Washington Nationals. So I went up to him and I said, "Hey, man, you're a good pitcher. Just hang in there. You're, you're going to be fine." And uh, he smiled and said, "Thank you." And then Bill reminded me that he's from the Dominican. He probably didn't understand a word I was saying. <laughs> so you broke out your fluent Spanish, didn't you? I did. Yeah, he just yeah, nodded nice. his head and yeah. Um, that was that was, was nice by you. If, if he understood, I'm sure he understood some of that. Yeah, I'm joking. The, the fact that you yeah. were being gracious about it, you know. Yeah, I told him to hang in there. You're a good pitcher, dude. You'll be all right. And then uh, he smiled, said thank you, and then we walked out. So, there you how go. about this? Three years from now, you win a bush league title with him as your as your uh, number one starter. <laughs> Johan. <clears throat> well, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't that be a nice story? Yeah. Why does it have to be three years? You think he's three years away? Uh, I mean, it's three years away before the Nationals are, are any good, right? Yeah, but he could be good. He could, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and with their pitching, it's, Josiah Gray is really good. He's he's really good now. Like, and I don't think Espino's that bad, and I don't think this guy's that bad. He's one in eleven, and he all of them yeah. are, are from starts. And like I said, I the, if you looked at his numbers, and I don't know this, but I think it's probably a couple innings where he struggles to get work his way through the lineup. But we'll see. I mean, he could be bad for all I know. But overall, so- it was a really good trip. Nice, nice. And 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 was Bob Kirk there? Who was there all three um, days, if you will, or what? Seeing all three games was it the five of you or four of you or how many? It was me, Bill, and the freezes. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, you 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 with the big boys there in terms of bush league trips. Yeah, yeah. And uh, me and the freeze boys uh, stayed in the same hotel. And we had a rooftop deck. You could look into the stadium. It was nice. So you guys were in different like Bill. Bill didn't stay with you guys, or Bob didn't stay. No, Bob stayed at somewhere. Bill stayed literally the next building over on the same block. But that that that's great because when we were in San Francisco uh, with the Freeze Boys, uh, yeah, uh, we said, hey, let's make sure next time because we were in three we were three different places. We said let's make sure we stay at the same hotel next time we go on a Bush League trip, and we all agreed to it. So next year in 2019, we went to Minneapolis. We were in three different hotels again. <laughs> and this was kind of an ad hoc trip. You know what I mean? It was scheduled by, hey, is anybody interested? You know what I mean? So. Um, well, wait, well, I mean, that's the way most Bush League trips go, right? I mean, it was, it was selected by the previous year's winner, um, which, was, which was Bob. And, uh, no, that's, that's, good. that's good. That's why we want to find out um, where Rick wants to go next year. Yeah. Don't put the pressure on him yet. Oh, um, I am. I am. And he better pick someplace we haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 
text talk. Did anybody propose a trade to you? Yeah, so there was one trade. Um, I guess, um, yeah, it was the Bulls. Um, they had proposed a trade. So here was the trade. Um, he was saying that I should trade Tyrone Taylor, who is now the starting center fielder for the Brewers. Uh, this was before Tyler McGill got hurt. So okay. keep that in mind. Uh, Hosmer mm-hmm. and and uh, Ronzi Contreras. Okay. To you, to you yep. for Trey Turner. I believe this is Brian Reynolds. Mark Reynolds. Mark Reynolds for the, for the Reds. I don't have gotcha. Brian Reynolds. Yeah. All right. And uh, and and Pablo Lopez. Okay. Um, so what do you think about that? So I'm going to give you Trey Turner and Reynolds. I don't care about Trey Turner and Pablo Lopez. And let's assume let's assume McGill was was going to be healthy and was pitching like he did at the beginning of the season. Okay, for Tyrone Taylor, Ronzi Contreras, McGill, and Hosmer. Yeah. Now, now think about this. This is this is really good, right? Because he's 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 saying a four for three. Mm-hmm. And he's giving you somebody. He, he, I guess he's making the assumption. He, he's taking it from the viewpoint that you're probably going to try and build for next year, which Contreras is a nice uh, building block for next year, and possibly McGill too, right? Possibly. Uh, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure what you paid for him. Uh, I don't even know off the top of my head. I'm, I'm, and I'm you could look. probably retain Taylor too. Uh, McGill. Yeah, twenty-five cents for McGill. Did you? You retain him? No. No, you bought him for twenty-five cents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tyrone Taylor. Yeah, I think Tyrone Taylor was picked up in the reserve round. Okay. And uh, what's Hosmer doing? Does he play every day? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Actually, uh, he, he got off to he got off to mm-hmm. a great start. Okay. Um, his year-to-date stats aren't bad. He he he's slowed as of late, but he's had a nice year so far. Yeah, last 14, he's struggling a little bit, as is Tyrone Taylor, um, as is Ronzi, as is Tyler McGill. And Tyler McGill's numbers aren't even that good year to date. You don't like him? I just said his he numbers. He had that one blow-up start. He's got a 5 ERA. Yeah. Well, I mean, back out that start. Look at his, look at his Ks per nine. 47 and 41, okay, yeah. He's got a pretty good whip. Yeah. Um, I, I, McGill doesn't do anything for me on a retention. Um, I like Ronzi Contreras, but yeah, no, nah, I probably wouldn't do that deal. And, and you know, the, the, here's the thing that, that makes me a little bit nervous is, you know, I talked to you, uh, um, we, we talked about Pablo Lopez. I, I, I don't know. If he's that big of a trading chip um, moving forward, because I, I guess my concern, if I'm looking at him, uh, this guy's never pitched more than 111 innings mm-hmm. in any season. Yeah. And, you know, once you get past of what you've done, and that was back in 19, I don't know if he can be counted on that many innings. Yeah, I mean, it's a risk. I mean, eventually guys throw over 200 innings. You know what I mean? Eventually uh, they, do, they they? do. Well, all right, maybe I'm using – 200 as a, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you 180, hope that somebody gets 150, to 200. Yeah. yeah, eventually you become that guy, and that's the risk. I, I think if I was giving up Trey Turner, um, I'd need to see, like, O'Neal back in that, or Carlson. I, 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 don't know gotcha. if I, I don't know if I'd want four players, but I need to see someone like that. Ronzi Contreras, I'm not giving up. I, I would give up Pablo Lopez for Ronzi Contreras, but you probably, you know, Ronzi is probably just as a bit of a risk as Pablo Lopez is. The only sure. difference sure. is there's, there's playing time risk there. Yeah, the only difference is P- Lopez plays for a team that gets more wins, so you got more of a shot to get some wins. I, I guess it, it wasn't it, it wasn't because we were asking for a hypothetical trade. Sure, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a bad one by by the uh, uh, by the Bulls. No, yeah, no, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I would be – for Turner, you're getting an MVP-like player to put you way over the top. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And, yeah, some things happened since this trade, but uh, thanks to the Bulls for sending that in. Yeah, and I know a couple guys 
I talked about it. Yeah, when we were uh, when we were away. Um, baseball news. Orioles leaving Baltimore. Well, yeah, there was a there was a tweet. I, I guess Peter Angelos, who in in uh, my humble opinion, may be the worst of the worst um, MLB owners. Um, I guess one of his sons tweeted something that gave the belief. I think he said in his tweet that the Orioles will never leave Baltimore. And all of a sudden there was um, um, some thought like, hey, wait a second, are they looking to leave? And I I think this is just infighting by by two brothers um, over the franchise. There's never been any mention of the Orioles leaving Baltimore. But here's what's interesting is since Angelos bought the team, um, he, I guess he's now 92 years old. He bought it in 1993 for a then record of $173 million um, for the Orioles. According to Forbes, uh, last March, they were worth $1.4 billion. So, you know, I guess there is some truth to what um, um, Manfred said, that, uh, you know, you can't the, – the, the um, franchises aren't as good as uh, uh, investing in the market, right, because they have only gone up tenfold, something like that, something ridiculous. So uh, I think that's what Jim Irsay said about the Colts. They would never leave Baltimore. There you go. Yeah, well, a lot of people had pictures of, of that fateful day. But the, the interesting thing was the Orioles were the only club, major league club, to, uh, to actually decrease in value last year. Okay. Uh, so they've got three seasons since 2018 where they've lost over 100 games. Uh, and they were uh, incredibly bad one of those years, right? Didn't they lose close to – didn't they only have like 45 wins or something like that? In 2018, they were 47 and 115. Yeah. That's See, the year they just, gave up everyone. They traded everyone on that one. Just a bit. But they kept – good thing they kept Chris Davis, though, for that, that – that was a great contract, right? Uh, so it was seven years, $161 million, something yeah, they, like that. I think they're kind of stuck with that one. That's – Yeah. Holy smokes! It's just a bad fran- It's just a bad franchise right now. They, I don't know. Is is what are we? Where are we at with uh, Camden Yards? That's close to. We were there with the year it opened, which was what ninety two. Thirty years. Thirty years. Okay. Yeah. Thirty years. Are they still? Well, the team's so bad. I guess they're not really much of a draw. But uh, you know, is the area still a good area down there? I don't think it is. Bill had talked about it the other day when we were. When we were away, I thought he mentioned that, like, Inner Harbor, the shops are starting to close up, and it's not what it used to be. So that doesn't you know what? well. That was actually mentioned in, in, in the tweet. I guess the, the city of Baltimore is supposedly investing, like, a billion dollars to revitalize okay. uh, the Inner Harbor area. I, I don't know. I haven't been there in, in 10 or 15 years and really don't have – much desire to go there um, anytime soon because it was such bad baseball. But is it, uh, I guess, you know, it's kind of like the wire, isn't it? I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if the stadium's like the wire, but <laughs> I think it's, it's trending in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a, there's another series 20 years later after the, uh, the wire was shot. Um, uh, I think it's called we own the city on HBO max. Talked uh, about the okay. corruption, kind of like a wire, modern day wire, if All you right. will. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, and they got some guys they might deal too. I mean, Cedric Mullins might get dealt because, you know, they're going to try to. Uh, they're actually not. They're, they're not horrible, horrible this year. They're 30, 30 and 38 right now, considering yeah, they lost well, 110 games the year prior. Yeah, my, my guess is that they'll still find a way to lose 100 games before the year's over. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, do you want to talk about Lorenzo Cain, or we will stick on the? Yeah, let's yeah, let's talk about Lorenzo Cain. He was just DFA'd by the Brewers, and and you know what? Good for the Brewers because here's what they did. I guess they must have had discussions with him that said, "Hey, we, we're going to release you," but the uh, the Brewers kept him long enough so that um, he got ten full years of major league service, and and then DFA'd him afterwards, which means that he's a hundred percent vested in Major League Pension, which which is a big deal, because I want to say that the Major League Pension now, if you wait until age 62 or something, uh, the annual value of a, of a um, Major League, fully vested Major League Pension is over $200,000. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. So, All right. so good good for him, good good for the Brewers. You know what? Only 
of players reach uh, 10 years, which you and I talked pre-production. I thought that was really high. Yeah, uh, I'd have to kind of think through it. It seems high when I first hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. That, something, that, that doesn't really square with me. I would thought it would have been maybe 5% of players reach 10 years. But, you know, good for Lorenzo Cain. Any feelings on him? Yeah, so I feel bad for him. It's a good thing that he, he got completely vested, so he has insurance. I don't know if you saw, but a ball skipped on him over the weekend and hit him right in the crotch. <laughs> what? Yeah, doubled over on him. He went – a ball. it was like a line drive into the center field. He came running in, and I, I think he thought it was going to take a bigger hop, and it skipped, and it hit him. Oh. Yeah. He, oh. he had to call timeout. He doubled over. So that's what I was thinking, that, like – you know, isn't that a kick in the nuts? You you, you, you hit there that you and then go. they cut you. Yeah. Nice. Wow. <laughs> but at least he has you. insurance, though. Uh, I do have a twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. Uh, I had it. It's called Maine Lunch from the Maine Beer Company. Uh, it, was huh. at, it was at an oyster place that we, we had lunch at. Uh, it's American I, IPA. Uh, ABV about seven percent. Beer Advocate has it ninety-seven. I don't know if I would stick it that high. Like that's that's Dogfish Head Cigar City uh, highlight high, um, but it was definitely in the in the nineties. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I had two of right. them there. So I had oysters and two beers for my lunch. What uh, what what was the rest of the uh, uh, beer that um, did did the uh, what did the uh, the Bulls have? They're uh, Belgian, uh, Belgian ale. Uh, I, I don't know. I really wasn't paying attention. I know that people were um, scanning the beer menu intently. So, yes. so let me guess. Uh, the Bulls probably had Belgian ale. Uh, Statman probably had a, a, a the dark beer, probably a stout. And the Bearcats were probably all over the place, drinking um, probably bourbon one time, a light beer the next, going to a seltzer, and then do a double IPA. They're, they're, they're all over the place. Uh, okay, so with the with the Statman, I think it was a little warm for him to drink something that heavy. Okay. Yeah. And that makes sense. The Bearcats, um, I couldn't tell you. But, I, you know, every everything was different. We went to a different place, and yeah, we tried something different. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was good at main lunch. If you ever have the opportunity, I, I'd grab it. I, I thought it was good. Um, podcast corrections. Uh, Fran Mill Reyes does play for the Guardians. We struggled with that with uh, Josh Naylor. We couldn't figure out who I was referring yeah, right. to. <laughs> and then Franchi Cordero, who was a former Padre outfielder, now plays for the Red Sox, not Fran Mill. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we got that straight, yeah, we, we won't forget. <laughs> All right. What are you walking off with? All right, so uh, if anybody has any more interest, thank the uh, the Bulls. They they proposed a trade between the, the Roosters and my team. If anybody else has any interest, um, let me know. Um, we're going to suspend just for one more week. Uh, ask everybody what popular TV series or movie, um, popular by public opinion, um, that you'll never watch and why. Because you have a couple teed up. Because when I asked you this question, you had some right off the top of your head. So you, you'll hold that until next week? I will, yeah. Okay. And the other thing is, is that um, we were asked to talk about Pitchcom. Um, we just got, what did you say? Would you, what euphemism did you use? We busy. got busy? Busy. Okay. As opposed to? Lazy. Lazy. <laughs> I think it's probably the latter. But we'll talk about Pitchcom at some point. <laughs> yeah, Bill brought that up. What are you walking up. off with, Chief? Uh, I'm walking off with Lorenzo Cain. I... I I think, uh, you know, well, he actually played uh, from 2010 to 2012 uh, with Milwaukee, who he was drafted by. He ended up getting traded in the Zach Greinke deal to Kansas City. Uh, played a few right. years in Kansas City and then signed with Milwaukee back in 18. Um, he had a really good career. I, I, I think he was, a, he was a good defensive center fielder. Um, a great defensive center fielder. Yeah, yeah. He, he finished uh, third in the MVP in 2015 and finished seventh in the MVP in 2018 in two different leagues. Uh, he would score some runs, uh, occasionally steal some bases. He'd be in the 20, and I, I think 30 was his highest. Hit 283 as a uh, uh, career average and 749 OPS. He was a good player to have. Uh, played in a lot of playoff games, won a World Series, won two pennants when he was with Kansas City. Got the playoffs every year with Milwaukee. Um, 
I, I just think he was he was a really good player for he was a really good role player. I, I would put him like a couple pegs down from uh, uh, McCutcheon because you know he didn't hit the homers, but he can certainly cover a lot of ground in the outfield. Yeah, that to your point, that 2015 year when the Royals won the World Series, uh, he had a seven WAR, uh, and then his next best year was 2018 with the, his first year back with the uh, the Brewers. He had a 6.9 WAR, so. Yeah, good, good, good job. Nice career by Lorenzo Cain. Happy trails. Yeah, um, and and that's a nice little story about the uh, um, them holding off until he got full ten years uh, under. Yeah, his belt. you know, I, I I slam a lot of baseball and ownership, but that that that's a really nice touch to a. From what I understand, is not only a good player but a, a good-hearted person as well. Yeah. So good, so, good for him. And I'm, I was looking at Baseball Reference, and you know how they have similar batters. You know, the similarity scores. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so here's Who some names. Uh, Dan Gladden, right? Dan Gladden. Wow, that goes back to the From the Giants and the Twins. Probably probably similar type of player. Um, Al Bumbry, similar type Al. of player. <laughs> nice. Really good role player. Did it Had a job, and he, and he did it pretty well. Um, and I'm trying to think of someone else. Uh, yeah, they they're the two that I would say. Yeah, yeah, that he was the same, same type of player that, you know, that uh, Lorenzo Cain, Dan Gladden, Al Bumbry. Yeah, they they were good good role players to have. Um, yeah, so good for him, man. Uh, he had a nice yeah. career, seventeenth round, uh, drafted by the Brewers in two thousand four. So next week we're back on. Looks like we're uh, going to be back on uh, the next two Mondays, the twenty seventh and the fourth, the, the and. Uh, yeah, we'll come up with some send, – send me your notes on uh, uh, movies and TV shows that you'll never watch. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm out. Have a good week. All right, Chief. Take care.